Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams. Thank you guys for coming back. It is the second week of April, so that means it is the second part of our series that we started April 1st titled Limitations to Health. Last week, we started with discussing how time is a huge limitation to us achieving our optimal health status. And this week, we're going to talk about money. I'm so excited to talk about this one. This is probably my biggest hindrance or setback. So I feel like I have a lot to say, but I'm going to try to condense it and we'll see how it goes. So let's let's just jump right in, okay? Okay, so if you need a little recap on what we talked about um, last week when we discussed time and talked about little tips and tricks to managing time and making sure we have time to be the healthiest us that we can be, feel free, you know, to go back and listen to that episode. It's right there wherever you're listening to this episode, either on SoundCloud or Apple Apple Podcasts. So, you know, you know where it's at, okay? Don't let time, don't say you didn't have the time to go back and listen to the episode, all right? So before we get started with any of the points, I just want to say that your money is a reflection of your values. That's something they say on probably every pulpit, every church. They've had some kind of rendition of this same statement in some kind of biblical perspective format. And that is all true and well. And it is going to be the overlying message for this episode. So if your money, how you spend your money is a reflection of your values, it's only right that if you value health and you value your well-being that you're going to spend money in those areas you're going to spend a little bit more money to make sure you're eating the right things to make sure you're exercising properly to make sure you're getting all your vitamins and minerals to make make sure you're going to the doctor and you're in good tip-top shape or knowing how to treat anything that might be wrong with you, not wrong, sorry, Lord, forgive me. But you know, things that aren't going well, you, you're going to have to spend money to correct those things or, or however it might be, get treatment for those things. So all that is to say that money is to be spent. You cannot expect to value health and be a woman who values health and wants to make sure she's in the best condition, but you're not spending your money toward that. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So yeah, that's the first thing I wanted to just lay out there. And now we can get to the nitty gritty. Okay. Okay. So with the knowledge already going in that money is going to try to act as a limitation to health or the lack of funds is going to sometimes be a hindrance to you buying the best groceries or you paying for that gym membership, already knowing that going in, the first thing we're going to need to do is budget and actually write down some numbers, write down some income values and expenditure values. So you can do it on a spreadsheet, do it in a notebook, on your, on your phone, however is most convenient for you. 
Um, but it is important. There's something about seeing your numbers all lined up that automatically will send you into saving mode and um, a, the best management position possible. So you're, you have money, right? You have a certain amount of money that you get weekly, bi-weekly, by allowance, by financial aid, whatever it is, you have a certain amount of money and you have so many responsibilities that you have to make use of that money with, right? So seeing it on paper, when you can immediately start to see, okay, I spend too much money here. I don't spend enough money here. Boom, automatic swap that goes on. Or you can see, you can begin to see like, what your spending habits look like. And there's just something about it that just makes you better. Like, I don't know how to word it or how to frame it. Ask a, a finance major or a finance person. It's not my thing. But there's I've seen in my life transformation just by writing things down. I see I do actually have a little bit of money to buy some Whole Foods once in a while or I don't have enough money to be going out to eat, stuff like that. You just seeing it on paper, you take that mental note um, and you start to make changes. I don't know the science behind it, but it's just proven time and time again in my life that writing it down and budgeting and trying, even if you're not sticking to a budget, at least trying to allocate some of your, your money to healthy behaviors and lifestyles that are conducive to the healthy, fruitful, magnificent, glorious, powerful, empowered, um, what's another good adjective, phenomenal woman that you want to be. The second tip I have for us when it comes to fighting our limitations to health, especially this one being money, is actually a repeat from last week's discussion on time. So number two here, yet again, is replace. The concept of replacing this for that, bad for good, unhealthy for healthy. Such a simple concept, but extremely difficult to achieve, like extremely difficult to achieve. And it's going to be something that you just have to be very intentional about and disciplined and You just got to force yourself to make little replacements, little adjustments, tweak in your in your lifestyle and in your habits and your routines. And one day you'll just see a shopping cart going from being filled with processed, carbonated, fried products to whole, healthy, fortified, rich, nutrient filled products like it would just happen overnight if you just take little little bitty steps here and there and make small adjustments and replacing one item at a time. So some replacements do come with an upcharge. I will say I'm not going to I'm not going to sell you guys a lie. Some replacements do come with an upcharge, but like I said in the beginning, this is all an investment, right? For example, um replacing that pint of ice cream, maybe Bluebell or like Ben and Jerry's or just a generic HEB or Walmart brand ice cream, replacing it for the Halo Top, them things, those Halo Top pints are hella expensive. Like if I'm going to indulge in a craving, I'm going to spend less than $2. But with Halo Top ice cream, like you, you got to spend pretty much $5 for a pint of ice cream. 
my favorite halo top if anyone wants to know is the cinnamon bun that one is worth all the four dollars and 88 cents for that pint of 360 calorie per whole pint Ugh, deliciousness i don't it is so good but anyways some replacements do come with an, an upcharge, but you don't even have to go there. Like, you don't have to get the Halo Top ice cream. I'm talking about a simple replacement from replacing your $2.25 bag of the family size Doritos. Because, you know, you grab that bag of Doritos saying like, oh, I'm just going to keep it in the house. I'm going to keep it, munch on it here and there. It's going to last me a whole month. But then by the time you know it, you get one bad test grade. You eat that whole bag of Doritos in two minutes. Come on now, replace that bag of Doritos, replace that temptation with a bag of pretzels or apples. Like if you if you want that crunch and that saltiness, you can get it from so many other foods in that grocery store. You don't got to get that bag of Doritos. Yam, you'll put the Cooler Ranch down, put it down. OK, um, so you don't always have to uh, have replacements that count for an upcharge. You can do simple replacements, replace um popsicles for fruit replace a milkshake for yo for froyo for yogurt replace what else what else replace the white bread for wheat bread like very simple replacements that you can make even replace the m&ms or whatever you know everybody every apartment has that like standard craving snack or item for the guests that they have in their house just replace it for example if you always have chips, like for your guests, or you always have candy for yourself, that you, even if you do just get one at a time, you can replace that with a bag of granola or like some trail mix, you know, like it sounds, it sounds difficult. I know. And it is difficult by the time you get to the grocery store, especially if you have like a routine of I, I go get groceries every week or every two weeks or whatever. If you have that routine, you you're walking down those aisles like robotically, you know, you're not even thinking you're just getting the same things you always get to refill your pantry. You got to go in the grocery store with a different mindset. And that's the way you can start replacing certain items. And that's how you get out of bad habits and start establishing new habits. So while we're here at the grocery store, let me just tell y'all my third little tip, I guess you could call it, and that is don't be afraid. Do not be afraid of generic things. When you see that great value label on it, don't think it is less than the Nature Valley label, okay? All generic brands matter. Let me tell y'all, that that's like my biggest pet peeve. Uh, this is probably truly a petty peeve. Oh my gosh. But it really irks me. It makes my skin itch when people are like, that's Walmart brand, black beans. What? Or that is H-E-B brand pretzels. I'm like, girl, girl, what is you talking about? Like, it is the same exact thing. And we are the consumers, okay? We're the ones who who are making these brands live on. They know they they nothing special, but we keep buying it and we keep 
reinforcing this narrative that name brands are the only brands that matter, but all brands matter. These generic brands didn't just end up in your grocery store aisle by accident, okay? They all had to be FDA regulated and certified and put a nice stamp of approval by some agriculture, nutrition, and public health authoritative figure, okay? So don't just walk past them like they don't matter. You wasting your own money by counting them out. You need to count them in. Remember that all brands matter in the grocery store aisles, okay? That's really all I have to say about that. Sorry, it is a big pet peeve of mine, especially when it comes to food. And then on top of it, like, People will be that way with frozen foods and like canned foods. I'm like, really? You already, you already got buying canned food. You're already in the frozen food aisle. Now you want to compare brands of frozen food? Come on now. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. If this is you, I'm so sorry, but you are wrong for that. Correct yourself, please. Fix it because you are wasting money. You are wasting so much money. Let me tell you one thing that... The generic brand is not, it needs, it needs so much more credit. From HEB, they have these generic um, protein bars, like Fiber One protein bars. And instead of like the, I think it's still Fiber One. No, it's not Fiber One. It's, it's, it's a generic brand, Fiber One protein bar. It's like chocolate, chewy. Y'all know the protein bars I'm talking about. Delicious. So delicious. And they have an off-brand one that's even sold at the dollar store, at like Dollar General. You can buy it there at H-E-B, like the fi- with the Fiber One label on it. It's probably like $5 for six bars. But with that generic brand, it is $2.94, y'all. Why wouldn't you buy it? Why? I don't understand. So, someone please email me at rootedwithyams at gmail.com and tell me what what's the issue? Like, what is it that y'all have against generic brands? Tell me, please, because... I want you to read the back of the label too. Tell me what nutrients these generic brands are lacking, what, you know, what stamp of approval, what sanitation methods and standards didn't it go through? Like why you why all the reservation and hesitation and the headache? Tell me why, because I am confused why you wasting your money. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I had to let that out. I had to let that out into the atmosphere. Anyways, the what number are we on? The fourth, the fourth tip I have for all of us to fight the issue of finances, to fight the struggle of being broke. This tip, it's gonna sound counterintuitive. It may sound counterintuitive, but stick around to the end of the episode because I have some hacks to make this a very affordable a very affordable tip. And that is to buy whole foods. Buy whole foods. Listen, because, God, I'm so sorry. Another pet peeve. Surprise, another one. Okay. People, especially people who are like, you know, fitness, like that's my motto. That's my logo. That's my, my aura. That's my genre of life is fitness and Fitspo, Instagram, motivation, all that good stuff. Those people, y'all, this is one thing they do that irks me because I know you're wasting money. You are literally wasting money for what? I don't know, but hear, hear me out. Here it is. Okay, you know when you go to HEB? Sorry if I don't think any of y'all listen and aren't. Well, actually, 
there's a couple of people who are not from Texas. But H-E-B is like our Walmart, but better to me. It's my favorite place to do grocery shopping. And anyways, H-E-B has, you know, all the produce in one section, right? And then along, and it's usually in the middle, but along like the perimeter of the produce section, you always have like pre-cut vegetables and fruits y'all know what I'm talking about where the little fruit trays are and then they usually have like the smoothies or you know the the juices already prepared like I just don't I don't understand why this section exists I think it's just for laziness but I don't get why you would spend ten dollars or twelve dollars for a tray of pineapples right when two steps to the left there are whole pineapples when they're in season for a dollar ninety eight whole entire pineapples and you're gonna spend 12 times the amount to get your pineapples pre-cut why por qué i'm confused no sé no sabes por qué hace esto por qué dime dime por favor dime anyways same thing like i think people like to do it the most with pineapple apples watermelon and grapes like people buy and pomegranate pomegranate I kind of understand because I I don't even eat pomegranate because I'm too lazy to go through peeling it and learning how to navigate the fruit but the other ones why are you doing this why why also they have like fresh juice fresh um, smoothies bottled for you for about ten dollars a serving when you can buy all the fruits that are in that smoothie for $10 and it will last you weeks or until they get bad. They will last you. And you can make your smoothie and your juice at home. I just, hey, maybe this is just me. But again, something I had to let out. You are wasting your money by buying these things pre-cut. If you if you actually want to learn how to cut these fruits, go on YouTube. And sometimes they sell little cutters. That's an investment too. Sometimes to get like a pineapple cutter, which I, I will never recommend to anybody because they cut off so much of the fruit rather than you just taking an actual knife and carving your fruit. Anyways, um, they do sell cutters that make the whole process easy, less messy, whatever is keeping you from buying the fruit in its whole form. They have tools to help you with it. So just instead of buying the $12 fruit tray, buy the $12 pineapple cutter. That is all I am saying. Also, there was a time where I used to volunteer at a cooking class and there was a lot of moms who would come to the class and it was just, it was basically a class where we educated moms on how to prepare nutritious meals that their kids would love too. Because a lot of times like, kids are picky eaters and you know it's hard to get your kids to eat you know eat the fruits and vegetables and all the meats and all the stuff that they need right whatever okay so in teaching this class I learned that so many people don't buy fresh produce and the main reason is because it's too expensive like that is the the trending excuse that produce is overpriced is so expensive and if you think about it number one I'm sorry this is another this could be a whole episode because I have very I'm very passionate about my produce but number one these things are grown by hard-working farmers like I don't feel too bad spending money for produce because in fact I even like I feel bad that some 
I find really cheap deals on produce and I'm like, dang, I know all the labor, physical labor that has gone into making these things. Like, it's not like buying chips. That was made in a, in well, once you got the potato, that was made in a factory under air conditioned, hopefully conditions. But when you're buying a whole produce, you know, there are hundreds of men and women on those fields planting the earth and um, just making the grounds sustainable to grow this food that is so essential and good for our body. So anyways, that's number one. Number two, it is not that expensive. Like you cannot tell me that buying a, you can buy whole bags of potatoes, tomatoes, onions, uh, spinach, uh, by the leaf. I think people's problem isn't really that it's too expensive is that they don't want to prepare it they don't want to wash it cut it do all that stuff you know so they just uh default to getting getting different fruit foods that are not organic and whole but it's not that expensive and if you think about it it's not going to be free someone physically put in work to grow this from the from the earth to put it into the store so anyways that to me, I don't know if that is if that is truly, truly your reservation from getting produce like in general, I would say reevaluate your shopping cart. Look at how much fresh whole foods you have in your shopping cart versus how many bagged, canned and processed foods you have. Start replacing. Go back to that for that other tip that we talked about and start replacing it because apples aren't that expensive. Fruits in general are not that expensive. Sometimes vegetables could be a little pricier, but you definitely need to um, get get what you can. OK, you don't have to get every single vegetable that's there. You don't have to get every single fruit that's there. Just make sure there is some fresh produce in your basket. All right. So our fifth one kind of goes along with the fourth very long tangent that we just came off of, but that is just knowing what your body needs. I know I study nutrition. All this information is just online anyways. Well, general information is available to everybody, so it's not too difficult to know how much uh, vitamins you need and where you can get those vitamins, which fruits, which vegetables provide the vitamins you need for your your body, your lifestyle, your um sometimes if you have different health conditions or genetic differences in your blood type that can also play a factor into certain vitamins you might need a little bit more of um find out that information it can really save you so much money for example if you're like i need vegetables i'm going to make a point to buy vegetables but the only vegetable you buy is carrots you're doing nothing for yourself. You are, you're literally wasting money because let's say you get, what else is rich in vitamin A? I don't know. Let's say you get carrots, spinach, and a whole bunch of like bell peppers, right? Those all have a lot of vitamin A in them. So you're just, you're spending money to get one vitamin, except from spinach that has a lot of other stuff too, but you're spending a lot of money and you're getting, you're getting a lot of one vitamin. You didn't spread out your needs. Okay. So, and by no means, and I'm, am I saying that, you know, carrots only have vitamin A, they have K, biotin, they have, there's all the vegetables and fruits have a whole lot of, a whole lot of good things in them for you. But if you have the time, you know, if you, 
if you're already consuming fruits and vegetables and you just kind of want to up your game a little bit, I think you can really save money by finding out the major sources that all your foods offer. Like what are the big things that these foods offer? Try to have variety and diversity in your food so you're not just getting the same thing over and over. One thing I'm I'm victim to this, I get when I get on like a health high, I get obsessed with leafy greens. And leafy greens, whether it's spinach, kale, arugula, whatever, like leafy greens are in a category. And this category pretty much provides you the same chunk of essential nutrients and vitamins. So I need to remind myself like, okay, like this cannot be the only vegetable I'm having this week. You know, I need to throw in some more colorful vegetables, some squashes, some, I got to switch it up, you know, so I'm not wasting my money, especially y'all those like, um, plastic containers of spinach and like spring mix. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They get really pricey, especially if that's the only thing you're buying and you're like, Hey, look, there are a ton of different vegetables over there for a fraction of the price, you know, just switch it up, be mindful, know what your body needs. And then when it comes to like the macronutrients, especially these macronutrients will try to fool you. Like you will think you're doing the best thing for your body. You're like, look, I'm getting like all these fiber rich products. And then you're just You just got a whole cart filled with bread. Like know that you need protein, carbs, and fats and know know what foods provide them. So you're not overdoing it. You're not buying the same thing and you're not wasting money because you can buy, if you buy like chicken, turkey, like all these meats and you're like, oh, I'm going to be healthy. All these lean cuts of meats. Yeah. But if you're just trying to get the nutrients out of it, you could have done that with your turkey. You didn't have to go get all the other extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, hopefully I'm making sense. If not, I'm just talking to myself and I will re-listen and remind myself of some good advice. The last one I have for you guys, number six, it might seem a little bit obvious, but I'm just going to throw it out there because it is, I think it's what causes me to spend the most money at the grocery store is the my credit card or my debit card. Just throw the whole card away. Okay. Make a budget for your groceries. If you are doing groceries bi-weekly, that's how I like to do it. Maybe put $60, $50, I don't know, $75, $100, whatever, whatever your life looks like. Put it aside, take it out in cash, go to the grocery store, leave the rest of your wallet at home, unless you're going to get some um, alcohol, then of course, bring your ID. Leave everything else in the car, okay? Just bring out that $50 or whatever you allocated to your grocery budget, and that is it. If you get to the, the register, you have $50 cash in your hands, your thing comes out to be $54. Sorry, sis, put the mushrooms away. Sorry, sis, put the pretzels away, okay? We don't need, your omelet does not need to have mushrooms this week. That's just how it is. So this might just be an obvious one, but it's very impactful nonetheless. It's number six. It really should have been number one because it is it, it will save you that much money, believe it or not. Okay, so that is one through six, the six pieces of advice that I have for you guys. Before we go, though, I do have like some bonus, some bonus tips, you can call them or whatever, call them how you like. But these in my notes, I just put bonus because I didn't really have any place to fit them. So the first thing I have is 
gym fees. Like sometimes people say, you know, I want to work out. I want to go to the gym. I want that to be part of my routine. But this monthly membership, ain't nobody got time for it. And I would say to that, you are absolutely right. Ain't nobody got time for it. But one, the world is your gym, girl. Like you can make anything any activity into an exercise activity, okay? If you want to go to the restroom, make it a habit that every time um, before you flush or after before you leave the stall, make sure you get a good little 20 squats in there. That is great. You will have toner legs by, by I don't know, soon. Um, <laughs> if you want to look at YouTube at-home workouts, there are some apps that give you like free workouts some of them you have to pay for, and even those fees might be lower than a gym membership. So you just got to compare the pros and the cons. If you like to run, run. Like, if you like to run, hey, you, you, there's really no excuse for you. You need to just go out and run. If you like to bike, that might be an investment. If you have to, you know, be easy on the running, invest in a bike. Um, go to a lap pool. Some high schools, They have lap pools that are open to the public at certain hours. You know, the world, the world can be your gym. That is all I'm trying to say. The second bonus point I have for you guys is specifically for my fellow Valley residents and really everybody, because I'm sure this does not only exist in the Valley, but if you live in the Rio Grande Valley and you are not consuming fruits and vegetables every day, plentiful times a day, hey, you have no excuse. That's all I got to tell you. Because deep, deep on Military Road in South Mission, there is um, a warehouse kind of thing, like a huge, huge place that they have like warehouses that sell clothes. And then they have warehouses that have produce. And what this space is for, typically, this is where the local restaurants come and buy their tomatoes, their avocado, their onions, their plantains, their mangoes, their pineapples, their apples, any fruit or vegetable you can imagine. This is where uh, local restaurants come and buy it in bulk. And they even resell to the HEBs and Walmarts in the local area. They resell to Juniors and um, the flea market. Go there, sis. Let me tell you. My family and I, we go there once a week, okay? A box of plantain, about 60 plantain in this box. Guess how much we pay for it? $6. $6, okay? Another box, avocados, about 75 avocados in this box for $10. Tell me where you will find $75, 75 avocados for $10. Where? And it is incredible. I think, I honestly think my family is the only um, regular person that goes there like not for business purposes because they always (laughs) it's so funny they'll ask like what do you do with all this because we go every week and what we do um we share it so we'll get some and then we'll give like a bag of avocados to our neighbors or to someone at church or we'll make like little gift baskets or whatever to give away but if you let's say you and you have like your friends you guys all want to you know buy more fruits and vegetables you guys can do it together get Go buy, for example, I'm going to use avocados because that's the best example I can think of, but apply it to any fruit or vegetable, right? Tell you and six of your friends, right? You guys want to get avocados, whatever. Y'all, it's $6 for this big thing of 75 avocados, right? 
So everybody pitching a dollar, everybody start 75 divided by six. Here's your half. Here's your half. Here's your half, you know? So just so they don't rot in your house or whatever. It is a game changer, okay? Especially for fruits that are in season because these fruits and vegetables are coming right off, like right off the farm. So you need to get them when they're in season. And if it's out of season, they're likely not going to be selling. But when they're in season, they're cheaper, but it is cheaper and you get it in bulk so you can share it. You can encourage your friends, your family members to be to be health conscious and just have options in their house. Because sometimes that's a limitation in itself is not having options, but you have to know where to go to get these options. So if you want more details on this location that I'm talking about and you're in the valley, it's it's like if you if you know where Sherryland High School is. I can give you easy directions from there. But yeah, that's about it. All right. So we have finished part two of our series of limitations to health. And in this one, we discussed money as the big limitation. And I gave you guys six big points to take away on how we can combat the enemy of being broke when it comes to our you know, our progress and our movements and our strides towards achieving optimal health, okay? Number one, we talked about budgeting. Number two, we talked about replacing. Number three, I might be going out of order, but number three, we talked about buying whole foods. Number four, knowing what your body needs. Number five, buy generic things. And number six, pay cash, leave your card at home. So now that we have like six things that we can actually apply into our life. I hope we all go out and try to incorporate these changes so that money can no longer be an excuse to why I am not getting anywhere with my life, okay? Um, Thank you guys for listening. This was kind of long, but hey, you know, it is how it is, okay? Before you go, I'm going to remind you, like I always do, connect with me if you have any suggestions comments feedback my email is going to be in the episode notes to this episode obviously and it is rooted with yams the name of the podcast at gmail.com also connect with me on instagram where i will provide a midweek experience this week to show you how i incorporate some of the tips i just gave you guys in my daily life so instagram is yams underscore and potatoes that will also be in the episode notes so y'all have a blessed week happy happy monday um happy happy life to all of you guys i wish you guys nothing but the best and let's keep growing together bye-bye I feel nice, I shiver and spine. Oh my goodness, I forgot. This is going to be super brief. Give me 30 seconds starting now. Okay, another pet peeve. It's an extreme waste of money. Cases. Why are y'all buying cases of water? Like 34 count, 48 count, 24 count, whatever. Cases of individual water bottles. Why are you doing that? Just get a ginormous 
five gallon thing, keep it in your apartment, keep it in your kitchen area and just pour into a refillable, reusable, recyclable water bottle like or get a Brita filter or whatever it's called, Pure Life. Those little filter thingies, get one of those, stick it to your faucet. Uh, simple solutions help you save money in the long term and is eco-friendly. Come on now, it's a win-win. But anyways, if you're in class, for example, next to me, and I see that, you know, you have like six bottles of water that you pull out and you're talking about, hey, I'm getting so much water in, and I see that is your method of getting in a bunch of water a day, I am judging you, sis. Okay, bye.